Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm bringing you a special episode of the Boca podcast today called Workflow Wednesday. During these special edition episodes, myself and my co-hosts will focus on helping you develop more efficient daily and weekly workflows around post-production, communication, task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the professional photographer. Just visit photographersedit.com. We are back. Um, Man, it has been a long time since the last Workflow Wednesday episode. Yeah, the holidays just kind of come and make everything feel like, you know. When, when, was, the, when was the last one? Before the before we left for our, uh, yeah, for, okay. for the holidays. So like, right. what, December, middle Mid, December or something like that? I think it was mid-December and then we left town, yeah. Mm. Haley, can you refresh us? What or refresh, refresh our memory, refresh us? Can, can, can you um, read the, the, the last meeting's minutes? What, yeah. was, the, what, was, the last, what was the last Workflow Wednesday episode? The last workflow Wednesday was um, us talking about what to do when your company screws up. And then oh, there's that. Yes. <laughs> the one before that was all about Milu and Milu. the app that we yeah. launched. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Do we use the word screws up? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's actually how we titled it. Uh, for the for the episode that we pushed out, yeah, we did. And, I love and by it. The way, uh, for anybody that has not hung out with us for Workflow Wednesday before, welcome. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a special edition of the Boca Podcast, um, and particularly special because we actually go live on video. So, if you're listening to the audio version of this after the fact, know that on occasionally on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, we send out announcements about this, but we do go live on Facebook and then push out the audio version later on. And occasionally, you're going to want to make sure that you go back to the video version if you haven't seen it, because Rich has a tendency of creating a, a complete experience for us <laughs> visually um, that you will miss out on if you don't get to see the video. So make sure you go back to Facebook Live dot or it's Facebook.com slash Photogs Edit, the, the Photographers Edit Facebook page. Um, but welcome to Rich and Heather Smith. And, Thank uh, you. Hello. Good to see you guys. It's good. It's good to be here. It's good to be live. It is That's good my, to be live. Yeah. And, yes. and um, at times a little bit disconcerting too. I think today we managed to avoid too, too many technical issues, but yeah. um, again, mm-hmm. for anybody who's not heard this series before, it is called Workflow Wednesday for a pretty obvious reason. We talk about workflow, more specifically efficient workflow for our businesses so that mm-hmm. we can do more than just sit behind the the computer and spend time with the important people in our lives. Uh, Rich and Heather, you all speaking of mm-hmm. spent like what, two weeks in Florida with, with your family, Heather? Three, close to three th- it weeks. Was, it was close to three. It was yeah. three weeks. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we would have spent longer there, but Heather forced me to come home. And so uh, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I want to be irresponsible and like stay down in Florida. Yeah. Well, and we have to at least comment on the fact that you actually want to spend time with your in-laws, Rich. That's pretty cool. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they, they know how to kick us out. We, we just love hanging out with them so much, Mo- mostly because they pay for um, uh, for the grocery bill. And so I, I save a lot of money while I'm down there. <laughs> for so, three uh, weeks, you eat as July. much as you can. We do, we do have the grocery <laughs> No, no, shopping. I'm just joking. We, we, we definitely help out. We with do, that. So we that's, do. That's not completely unfair for them, so... Yeah. So yeah, but we yeah we love them. They're they're amazing, and um, 
And so, yes. Well, I'm, it's good to have you back in town and you've been back for a little bit. Are you, are you hard at work? And we're going to actually be talking today about setting goals for 2020, but have you all kind of, are you head down already getting ready for 2020 or is it still pretty low key? We're, I, Ooh, uh, that's, that's a good uh, question. We're, we're ramping up. We're, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, th this, mm -hmm. this engine, this, this train <laughs> is leaving the station slowly. It takes us a little slowly, while to get there though. I tell it's, you. It's going, it's, it's going, it's full on. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I have been watch a lot of videos. I've been, um, I've been watching, uh, I'm sorry, I've been listening to a lot of, um, of, of uh, uh, the, this podcast. Um, and, uh, and so, and that just reminded me, uh, especially about the, the, the little chat bot thing. And, and, uh, yeah. uh, and, and that's when you had all uh, just amazing content, just amazing. Just uh, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I, I really need, uh, cause I always listen to it in my car. And, um, and, uh, and so, but every time I listen to uh, this podcast, I'm like, I should be sitting at a desk writing notes because there's such mm. great content. There's just a lot of really great content. Mm. I'm like, I need to really need to implement this. And so, uh, but it's hard to do that while I'm, while I'm driving around, which is normally when I'm, I'm listening to podcasts. So, wow, that's very generous of you. Thank you. I, and, and you mentioned, oh, not, not, not for you, just your guests. I mean, you, you, <laughs> that's I, fair. I, that's like, fair. No, no, normally, I just kind of like skip past your stuff. <laughs> I just like, like, like fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Okay. Now they're talking. Nathan, again. I don't know why you keep inviting him back. <laughs> <laughs> well played. And shout out, by the way, to Henry Chen, who was the guest on that episode you were mentioning about chatbots, too. Um, that was a fascinating episode. Yes. Yes. I still, I, 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 I want to do a lot more research with that. That is just like, I was just blown away, blown away. Well, and, and Henry, I mean, this was technology. I mean, we're aware of chatbots you know, for most of us. If we're working with some type of third party company, uh, you go to a website, they've got some type of a chatbot there that at least starts a conversation maybe with their customer service team. Uh, but Henry, and I'm actually looking back at the number episode, this was episode 331 with the Boca podcast. Uh, Henry, spoke to us about how we can actually use this chatbot technology for the sake of marketing. And it's really compelling stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So if anybody listening and has not heard that, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes at bocapodcast.com. Make sure to listen to episode 331 with Henry. Yeah, um, Henry, Henry, I may be getting in touch with you if I have questions. Because you you said, because because you offered in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you may regret that. <laughs> I, did. I went to our uh, local Tuesdays Together meetup last night, and two people told me that they implemented it into their business, too, after listening to the podcast. See, now that's, that's really cool. See, that's awesome. That's just, that's just peer pressure right there. Now I have to do it. <laughs> well, and speaking of, Haley, um, activities in the new year. This is kind of a, a recent thing for you, but you're leading the local Tuesdays together, the Rising Tide Community um, chapter, correct? Correct. I started technically in July, but ramping up and starting it because it had kind of um, died down in our market. We weren't really, no one was meeting and it was always kind of last minute. Um, so me and Rin Lauren that has been on the podcast before have taken over and I'm excited. Uh, cool. uh, speaking of Ren, I just want to like do a little quick shout out. She's she's probably listening. Are you there, to you. Ren? Are you there? Ren, Ren are you there? She's Ren, not on Ren, today. She texted uh, me this morning. <laughs> uh, so Ren, okay. Ren uh, wrote an awesome blog post. Um, Did you uh, read it? I saw the yeah. It's so, heading. It's so good. I'm like, I wish I could write like. This. I feel like we need to have her back on and talk about this. She wrote yes. a blog post about the importance of vision weekends. Yes, oh, and yeah. uh, we, we will probably uh, you know talk a little about that even today. So uh, during, during this whole yeah, uh, idea about, about goals and, and, and uh, how to make them and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. 
Well, and for so, anybody uh, curious, we had Rin on the show. I, I feel like it's been more recently than this, but I know episode 215, she was on Workflow Wednesday with us. Um, if anybody wants to go back and watch that video and, and uh, or listen to the audio version of it at bookapodcast.com. But that's interesting, a vision weekend. I know that um, our mutual friend, uh, Sean Austin with with Kiss Books, this is something that he, not only he, but also his wife, something they do together annually. And I think it, I have a lot of respect for it. They, they'll <laughs> yeah. go to... Yeah. somewhere away from home and mm-hmm. and take a weekend or a number mm-hmm. of days and, and spend some time planning individually and together mm-hmm. for their upcoming year. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that kind of big picture view, which is actually something we'll talk about today with goal setting, mm-hmm. is really, really important. Yeah, we, we have another friend, um, Chris and Katie Torres down in Atlanta. They, 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 they normally do this every, once, once they go to Highlands, North Carolina. They go to the same place. They go to uh, um, Highlands, North Carolina, and they, they hang out there for the weekend, and they, they do this kind of like, like that, their whole main goal is to to get away, away from everything. And uh, and so I, I, I used to normally I normally kind of make the excuse that oh man, uh, they don't have kids. But man, we ha- uh, but Chris and Katie do have kids. They have more kids than we do. They still they still <laughs> yeah. they, they still do it. They, they yeah. still do it. So uh, yeah. um, that's really no excuse on my on our part. And uh, and it sounds like oh man, to get away with you for a weekend <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> Hopefully, we'd be able to actually talk about goals. <laughs> 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 and we'll leave that. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Um, by the way, we looking forward to, to hanging out with you tomorrow night. I know yes, that uh, yes. Jill and myself and, and Rich and Heather uh, and I are going to go out tomorrow night and grab some dinner. Much Not needed. trying to ex- exclude you, by the way, Haley. No. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I've known, I've known no, Rich and Heather. Much needed and overdue, though. Yeah, I've known Rich and Heather now for what has it been? To, let's see, we, I think we figured it out the other day 13 years, 12 years? No, 14 years. 2006. 2006, yeah, 14 2000, years. I think 2006. Yeah. Unbelievable. And not only Way um, are you Way guys a trip to hang out with, but Rich, you in particular, as you just exhibited, bring this um, mm-hmm. sense of humor that uh, mm-hmm. I can't really get enough of. So, uh, you yeah. bring you bring it out of me, Nathan. You're like, well, that's so like, funny because Nathan and I are the serious ones, and so like, I don't know how. Well, we- every time, like back in the day, but he was always the ones like, let's play the new would get wet game. <laughs> we, would, <laughs> we, would, we would share way too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for any any couples out there, if you've never played the newlywed game, that the board version of the game, you have got to get it. Um, that created not only some really fun nights, but at times some tense um, evenings, not with you guys, but with yeah. um, other friends of ours who were not used to being that <laughs> open and communicative with each other. Yeah. And suddenly they're in a group scenario and sharing more information than they're no- normally used to sharing with each other. And it, it created some interesting situations. <laughs> Needless to say, but um, are we going to call that our industry snapshot for the episode? (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Normally, at the outset of these shows, for anybody that's new to it, we we do talk about kind of industry news. That's that's um, some of the latest information, whether it's technology or trends or otherwise. And uh, we could we could just call it a day with that game. Highly recommend. We'll link to it in the show notes. Actually, it's and just and just link to it on the Facebook feed too. So if you're watching. You can go buy it now. <laughs> yeah, that, that will either make your your relationship better or it will ruin it. <laughs> it's, it's one of those two options. There's there's no middle ground. No, no, yeah. Yeah. you know. So, uh, I speaking of industry news, and we'll we'll kind of jump into our topic for today because it's a big one. But what are your? I mean, I, I've seen that um, Canon in the last yeah. um, couple of weeks or so. Anyway, there's been a lot of conversation around. I know you guys shoot Canon, um, mm-hmm. all three of you. There's been a lot of conversation around their new cameras, either that they are have already come out with the what's it, the Mark Five or Mark Six that just came out. 
Uh, Haley? I'm still on the mark. Great. I'm like, are we going to talk about another another camera? I'm not yeah. yet? Okay. All right. All right. I just want to know. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, oh, those are great. Those are great, uh, you know, spe um, you know, specs for this camera that I will get not about, be getting for a while. In about yeah. five years. That'd be great. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. So, so uh, well, yeah, yeah, I get it. I know that, that Canon just released their um, their kind of professional grade full size body, and and I want to say it's the the Mark Six. I'm I'm looking actually at, at Bob and Don Davis, uh, mutual friends of ours as well. Bob is actually has been shooting this for uh, Canon, um, kind of doing some testing, if you will, pre release, and he's been pushing out pictures uh, from the camera as well. Oh, it's the nice. EOS One D X Mark Three. Actually, uh, is, oh, okay, okay, is the camera? Um, yeah, there's nonetheless, like a, there, there's an EOS uh, R R five as well. Like, and then uh, they, yeah, there are rumors about an R five that's supposed to come out, forty five megapixel sensor. I don't know what you're going to do with that, um, huh. other than billboards, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, eight <laughs> K video. Um, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of technology pushing out. This is something we've talked about before in the podcast or the podcast and mm -hmm. and the show, but. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you guys don't have a tendency of jumping right away to the latest mm -hmm. technology coming out. Can you just mm -hmm. kind of share a little bit of your philosophy on that uh, in light of these conversations about new gear? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. do you, uh, I mean, for, for me, it's just literally um, my, if, if I got the latest gear, um, uh, it may, may do um, some things that, uh, that I can't do right now, but for the most part, my clients would not know my, uh, I, you know, I mean, like, uh, I, if, if I shoot right now with a, with a, a Mark three, a five day Mark three, mm -hmm. I, I want to get a Mark four, um, because, um, mm -hmm. but the only reason that is because, uh, um, I think it does like double exposures better, um, uh, in live, live preview that, that, that does some, um, does some really, I can do some really cool artistic stuff, but I'm like, like, I'll, I'll use that maybe once or twice in, right. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a wedding. And again, right. like my, my, that's, that's only just for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be doing that for the client. My, my client would be like, that looks cool. But I mean, like any other, all of your other stuff looks cool too. So I mean, like, uh, and so. If I, I can I, interrupt you there, Rich, cause you made an yeah. interesting point. I think a lot of the stuff that we talk about or put emphasis on or priority on as photographers, we do it because it's important to us or to our peers and has nothing to do with the, the clients and experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The same thing for just like, like you, you make this point all the time with photographers edit, like, like, like a photographer's edit can edit it or I can edit it. Um, and I guarantee you, your, your client's not going to know. I mean, like, like you may know, but your class not going to know. So, so it's like, you had to kind of make the decision like, Hey, so. Yeah. Um, our, our decisions are driven by what's going to benefit our clients and improve their experience. And also, making financial decisions that allow us to continue to live below our means so that we can then accomplish our goals of being able to Travel. invest in family time, which yes. for us is yeah. seeing as many national parks as we can, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I love, I love, I love wedding photography, but I mean, like it really is a me to an end. I mean, my, my main thing is like, Hey, how can I spend more time with my family? I, I mean, you know, I mean, like mm -hmm. if I won the lottery, I would be quitting my job immediately. And so I can spend 24 seven, you know, tra traveling, you know? So I mean, like, um, so do you think it, do you think Heather would put up with you twenty four seven? Like, would she push you out just occasionally? Oh, she, maybe she would. She would love me more. I, <laughs> oh, you she, think? She, she, okay. She she's like, I wish we could hang out twenty four eight. Notice notice no comment um, we, to that, Rich. I don't know. 
Now we really have had a lot of conversation about this. Like what would life look like if, you know, these are, these are philosophical or theoretical questions mm-hmm. to ask, but I think they are good ones to ask because we need to start playing the lottery. Well. <laughs> no, I, can't, I can't win it without playing it. No, I do think that question is really interesting. Yeah. And I like to read threads when people are talking about this, you know, would you continue to do what you do mm-hmm. if money were no object and you didn't need the money? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for us, I think it's always been, we would figure out ways of volunteering and giving back and serving different organizations and right. ministries, but it wouldn't be a full-time job, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that we land on that answer pretty much every time, but mm-hmm. we digress. Um, well, means to an end is, I think, a really interesting phrase and could probably be a multi-episode series, um, a conversation, a longer conversation about why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems, I mean, it's easy. I know, first of all, if you're, if you're running a business because you absolutely need the money to, to exist, um, there is that motivation that is pretty significant. But beyond that, I, I wonder if a lot of photographers lose sight of kind of the bigger picture. Why did I even start this business in the first place? And then mm-hmm. the actual business model itself, do does it support what my personal goals are? We're going to be talking about goals today. Right. Uh, and, and, and so I like this idea of a means to an end. My business is a means to the end, which is my personal or which are my personal goals. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not the end. You know, I, I listen to yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk. I'll watch his content or listen to his content occasionally. Um, he's been a big inspiration for me, certainly. But the, the one thing that just doesn't jive with me and I have a hard time relating to is the fact that he, at least last I heard, only spends the weekends with his family. He works 60, 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And his ultimate goal is to buy the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. And the guy's got an incredible heart. And he's mm-hmm. like constantly trying to help and give back and mm-hmm. add value. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, his life revolves around work mm-hmm. and his family relationships seemingly come second. Now to each his own, I don't know all the inner workings of that relationship, but that mm-hmm. I have a hard time understanding your whole life being built around the one thing. Mm-hmm. And then you literally don't, you don't have any nuance. There isn't any variety. And mm-hmm. then your relationships suffer as a result as well. That's just right. hard for me to comprehend. Yeah. So, uh, so when it comes to Elisa, I guess we're kind of jumping on this, but I mean, like when it comes to um, to making goals, instead of starting with the business, what are our business goals? Is like um, uh, we we make goals that excite us, um, uh, and uh, we make our personal goals because our personal goals again is the ultimate goal. Our ultimate goal is this, you know, mm-hmm. and then then we can build on those personal goals. Uh, into the business goals, which will help us meet these personal goals. But, yeah, we, but we, if, we, if we start here, yeah, then like then there's no there's no pa- there's no passion if, if you have mm-hmm. no purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, in, 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 in that. We've talked about this before. You know, we're not running a business out of ambition to be the best or to garner attention or to I am, make but... people pay attention or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. So, there are people who are legitimately super competitive and ambitious yeah. in those kinds of ways. Yeah, which is and great. That's, I mean, that's we, fine. We, we, it's just not time. who we are. Yeah. And so I think that Rich's point speaks to that. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. I, I wish I had a little more of, of that in me. Mm. Um, um, you know, I mean, I wish I could take a little bit of Nathan over here and a little bit of Haley <laughs> over here and sprinkle it all over me. And I could be like, be like this super yeah. person, you know? But, well, but even for those people, I still wonder, I was thinking yeah. about this even like today or yesterday. What What is the... Like you hear these stories of, you know, Twitter, for example, back in the day, got offered $500 million or what, some ridiculous sum to be bought out by Google or some other entity at the time. And they turned it down. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just thinking, like, what is it? What is the end goal? What are you actually trying to accomplish? I mean, I, I understand mm-hmm. some people might speak mm-hmm. to the significance of legacy in one form or another, but mm-hmm. I don't understand right. why if I had 
half a billion dollars in the bank and I was set why I would continue to spend so much of my life working on this business, which in the bigger picture has, I mean, how much impact does it actually have on the, the people around me personally? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, that's just, it's hard to comprehend for me. If, if I had money in the bank, kind of like you guys said with the lottery, I'd be like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And if I, I would look for ways certainly to be able to, to yeah. contribute to the, to society, to the world at large. But yeah. at the end of the day, running a business, I just don't understand how that is the end for so many people. Like you said, part of the motivation at times is significance, finding significance in some way. Yeah. Um, motivations are going to vary from person to person, but um, that's just hard to understand. So I love that you guys start with the personal goals and then yeah. build from there. So we'll get to that in a bit more detail in a second. First of all, just to kind of start this conversation around setting goals for 2020, I know that this might seem late to the game as far as conversations are concerned, but I think most photographers understand that even late January, first part of February, this is our off season. We're still kind of planning, planning, prepping, getting ready yes. for the upcoming year. Right. Um, so I think it's a relevant conversation very much. Um, first of all, have you guys already set, um, and Haley, let's start with you. Have you already set specific goals for yourself um, in 2020, personal and business goals? I'm a, yes, I'm actually really glad y'all brought up the fact of setting personal goals or planning your goals around your personal goals, because my first one is my personal goal. Mm. Um, and because I feel like I wouldn't have the drive in business or in my work ethic or anything if I didn't have that personal goal. Um, so the first goal that like we have big picture is to pay down debt. Like that's what we want to do in the next year, two years before we have kids. We don't want to have any debt when we bring kids into this world. If we do, you know, still up for debate, (laughs) but it's one of those things. Like I am so focused on getting that debt paid down, but how can I use my business to do that? without setting goals that are unachievable. Because for me, I've always found myself like setting these super high goals. And then like two months into the year, I'm like, "Eh, do I really want that? Or is that what everyone else wants in their business? So I'm putting it on my business to hit those numbers or to get these clients or whatever that could be. Um, So yeah, my first one is just pay down debt. The second one is to travel more, um, which this job allows me to, it's remote and I can work from anywhere. I mean, you're, we're not even all together. <laughs> you're, you're in Jamaica right now, right? Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. I point, point, point your webcam out the window. So you see the palm trees. I, I know there's palm trees out your window right now. Well, there was an earthquake in Jamaica this morning, like Ooh. crazy. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, travel more. And then as far as business goals go, Um, I am upgrading my studio over the next couple of months to get more um, interest from a different variety of photographers because I've been like asking for feedback on people that come in and use the studio and the feedback really has allowed me to see like what people are actually looking for when they're running the studio um, and how I can take my three different rooms to shoot in and make them all different um, because right now they all look very similar. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so I don't have. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you're, you're with your travel. Actually, um, you just got you just got to go to what you were at Universal for about a week. Yeah, it was awesome. We bought annual passes this year, so if we go back and you live in Orlando, let's meet up at Universal. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, so Universal over Disney. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I, I've never been to Universal, and I've always been I've always been curious about Universal. Uh, wait, first of all, you're talking in in Haley Gaffin. You're talking to the one of the world's biggest Harry Potter, Harry Potter fans. fans. So yeah, this would be a natural choice. Yeah. Universal yes. Studios. So I actually have only been to Disney when I was like twelve, um, and my husband proposed to me at Universal. So we've always chosen Universal over Disney when we go, um, mostly for Harry Potter, but also because it is a more inexpensive vacation, um, inexpensive theme park. But we did go to Disney this last time for one day. Uh, We went on the busiest day of the week. It was a holiday and we rode one ride, but it was awesome. Um, So I'm not going to like hate on Disney at all. I loved we went to Animal Kingdom and it was awesome, but oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, what about you, Rich and Heather? What what the goals look like? And you don't even have to share specific goals if you don't want yeah. to. But have you already set certain ones for this year, business and personal, or do you do you separate? Those uh, here, ones here's what I'm like? struggling with, and this is what. Yeah. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Okay. You just froze up on me, Nathan. Yeah, I, I think we've all. I, I know that you all have okay. as well a little bit. So I okay. think we're, we're just dealing with the lag somewhere. But yeah. Okay. Go ahead. But good right now. Yes. Okay. So I feel like as wedding photographers, when we look at our fall season, which is what we go through right before we come to the holidays, it is like survival mode, very busy, trying to get as much done in as efficient a way as possible. Um, It's just, it's our busiest time of the year, a lot going on. And so both with weddings and also with City Scope Magazine, which Rich um, shoots a, a whole, a whole lot for. So we get through this season of fall and then we go into this holiday season where really the focus is just on relaxing, recovering, personal time, family time, and sort of just being, uh, just sort of just being like, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense for yeah. us, that season, when we're down in Florida, being with my family, I, I, we're not the best version of ourselves. We're just, we're just existing. You know what I mean? Like we're just enjoying the family time. We're not like making a bunch of goals that, yet. That, that you know, is we're my just... best version. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the time from like Christmas to New Year's is like the worst version of yourself. Cause you're just like eating and sleeping and laying around. I don't know. I just, I feel like that week is just puts you in a weird place. And playing Sudoku. You come I, back I just, in town and for me. I love Sudoku. I love Sudoku. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know. I'm unhealthy, uh, yeah, okay. Um, anyway, so this time of year. That's my vice, that's my vice, that's my only vice. And so sorry, I apologize. No, when I <laughs> No, 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 no. That's my, that's my other vice is interrupting you. I apologize, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, so um, I'm holding on to my little orange. He's like holding a sumo mandarin. (laughs) You've talked about these on Workflow Wednesday before. This this is the year to, this is the time of year to get them. uh, Guys, guys, these sumo oranges, they look really interesting. They're like $2 each. They're so so expensive. For for anybody that that is um, only listening to the audio version of this, uh, Rich is currently holding up an orange that looks like it sprouted an Audi belly button on top. Yes, yes, yes. it's a sumo. I'm not sure why it's called sumo, but 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 uh, it is the best orange you'll ever have, ever, ever, ever. And it only comes out this time of year, so go get them. Earth Fair, uh, Whole Foods, yeah, they're they're all over the place right now. Shout get. out to Earth Fair and Whole Foods. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll like wait. if you we'll want wait. to spend eight dollars for four oranges, oh, I mean, oh, it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. So with me wanting to pay down debt, I should not yeah, yeah. buy those. No, 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 no. <laughs> these no. are not budget oranges. This, no, no, these, but but this is part of our goal. This our goal is to is to have enough money to buy sumo oranges oh. once once a year. Okay. So uh, so I, I like to have I like to have small goals okay. because you know. <laughs> 
I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Heather, we'll let you try to pick back up. Where right, you I apologize. Off. I apologize. I will no, no more interrupting. This, this is this is what I struggle. I don't. I don't know how many people can relate to this, but what I struggle with this time of year in making goals, and we talk about New Year's resolutions, and we just talk about gearing up for a new for a fresh year of business, is a little bit of goal whiplash where there's too many too many goals, um, too many possibilities, too uh, many ways in which we can improve. Um, for me, um, I've got, you know, travel goals. I have goals to read certain stack of books. I have goals as a homeschool mom to improve our days. I have goals as a, a co-business owner to improve our business. Um, we have, so I, I feel like the most challenging thing for me this time of year is to hone in on Oh, and fitness goals. That's another thing more, you know, fitness goals, marriage goals, marriage, marriage goal. I, I feel like we can get a little bit of whiplash and either spread ourselves too thin with goals or um, not focus in to where we are kind of more laser focused. And so um, well, yeah, if you've got so many moving parts, it, it is hard to focus on each one of those. Yeah. And I mean, this is just adulting, right? I think we can all relate to a sense of overwhelm sometimes, maybe not always, but there are seasons of life that feel like, I don't know what direction to go. I don't know what area to work on improving first. Um, and I think it's good that we have a desire to improve. I don't, I, I, I certainly, I'm a realist, so I'm not, op, I'm not terribly optimistic, but I'm, on, I'm also not real pessimistic either. And so being kind of middle of the road and wanting to set realistic goals for myself um, requires a lot of open communication between Rich and I. Mm. And so in order to hone in on what are among all the things that we're talking about, what are the most important things and what are some actionable steps that we can take towards the goals that we decide are the most important? Um, because again, having too many, having too many moving parts all at one time, I feel like sets us up for failure and not success. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. someone posted on social media the other day, I don't really think this gets old because I think people like me need to be reminded, but progress over perfection. You know, we're not trying to, we can't perfect everything all at once, but we can make progress. And so what are the steps that we need to take toward the progress that we want to make, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, um, uh, uh, I've been besides watching, listening to your podcast, uh, more, um, I, I also have been, um, um, watching these videos of, of, of some, some great guys are just like, just, just talking about, and uh, and then like one of the biggest one of the biggest uh, um, I I was listening to this, uh, um, a video of this guy who 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 uh, challenged himself to create a new habit. Uh, he would uh, twelve habits. I'm uh, oh, sorry, one habit for every thirty days, um, and so a new habit every month of the year. Okay. For, so okay. basically twelve habits, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And um, um, and so uh, just to kind of challenge himself, and because these, these habits these habits were like that were like. Uh, uh, we're like uh, that. A lot of people are like, "Oh, these are life." I did this, and it completely changed my life. And he like, for example, waking up at five a.m. every morning, right. or journaling every day, or mm -hmm. meditating every day, or, or cutting out sugar, or um, <laughs> cutting out caffeine. Or he, he did thirty days of uh, taking cool showers, you know. Uh, and yeah. uh, and so, and uh, and and it was really he he just he just talk he, he like what he learned in that year is that that the biggest advice uh, that just don't overthink it, just do it, do something, do something, yeah. you know, quick. Yeah. Uh, just and what quit. he learned through this year was really cool because he said that some of the things that people were so emphatic about being so life-changing, some of those things for him were not life-changing and simply did not work for him. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, taking, like, like, like waking up at five o'clock, he said, 
he, uh, he did this for over 30 days and, he, and like, it, it, like he was grog, his body did not react well, well mm-hmm. uh, doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he because of, of his, mm-hmm. of his, uh, his whole schedule is very sporadic and all, all whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, just because it worked for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone, you know? And so, uh, so, yeah. So I think that, you know, for Rich and I right now, we're in the process of, you know, I, we're watching these really cool videos, but it's a matter of like assimilating that information and mm-hmm. figuring out what is, what's the next step for us personally. So right. we do have some personal goals and we do have some business goals. Um, and I'll just share one of our, um, one of our business goals for the year is um, there have been times in the past that, so I think it's really cute when super young entrepreneurs come into the industry and they're really good at what they do and they're really energized and every day is like a new adventure. And I think that's really great, but we're like 13 years in to running a business and not every day is thrilling and not every day feels like an adventure and not every day. And we have kids and we're homeschooling and life is more complicated. Now we have more responsibilities. And so, um, I think that, um, you know, for us, if we do not have a purpose that is driving our business, a bigger purpose, a bigger purpose, purpose, larger than us and larger, even than our clients, and larger, larger, even than our personal goals. Yeah. Then we risk burning out and we risk dissatisfaction. And so one of our biggest business goals. And just to kind of frame this a little bit, Heather, if you don't mind, I, I, I like to try to just for this flow of conversation, everybody listening in, we were talking about have we already set goals for 2020? By the way, mm-hmm. I'll add that I haven't yet. Um, we'll come back to philosophy a little bit mm-hmm. um, and just a little bit and why I haven't, because I have a little bit of a different approach to setting goals. But um, just for everybody listening in, if you're looking for specific ways to go about setting up a plan or even setting one or two or three goals, mm-hmm. uh, I think what Rich and Heather are about to, to share very much going to mirror my thought process on the matter. And I'd love to hear Haley's here in just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but this would beg the question, and I, you're about to answer this, Heather. How do you go about creating that plan or setting those goals? What's your process? Um, so I'll let you take it. Yeah, I think uh, for for us, at least, I don't know about everybody else, and I don't know, but there can be a sense of discontent or dissatisfaction or a, a lack of purpose sometimes that sort of is just a, a kind of like a... Um, a sense that we have, have had. And so mm. uh, through open conversation and, and through brainstorming together, um, and even just being willing to just speak what you're, what you're thinking and what you're feeling to, to each other is really important. But, um, you know, I think one thing that we really want to try to, to work on this year, and we're going to talk about some tonight is, um, we've had pockets of time during our business where we've, um, either, um, partnered with, or, um, donated a portion of our business proceeds to like thirst relief or mm-hmm. worked with help portrait, um, for a time. But I think that for us finding a purpose that really ignites us mm-hmm. and makes us feel, um, like there is a, a philosophical and, and, and spiritual and emotional purpose for what it is that we're doing that we can, can mm-hmm. that we can follow through with instead of just kind of getting distracted by like this ministry or this organization, but finding something that really ignites us and having that be the purpose behind what we're doing. And so, mm-hmm. and communicating that clearly to our clients, mm-hmm. even like, mm-hmm. you know, Rich got a really cool email from a, from a, was it a photography business? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they were just talking about like, listen with every album that you purchase and with every, you know, um, product sale, you are helping benefit this cause. Mm-hmm. And um, in this case, it was like a human trafficking um, situation. And so 
Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, as far as, far as like implementing all, all this, it's very interesting. I mean, like, uh, uh, I I am almost to the to the point. I, I guess because of my age, we're not. I don't know. I mean, like, but but uh, I I tend to not to, to I try to avoid creating uh, goals at the very at like December thirty first, uh, January first, because I I know that like. The reason why I'm doing this is because it's January 3rd, uh, January 1st, or it's, it's a clean a clean slate. Um, and, you know, it's the beginning of a new year. I can become a new person. Uh, that that uh, that thing things that bother me. And uh, but but um, but the uh, the the percentage of people who 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 make these goals and drop out of them, in, you know, three weeks down the road or two weeks down the road, mm -hmm. um, is staggering, right? And so uh, and so um, so. Uh, I I tend to like to to create goals not because it's January twenty first I, I, I January first I I almost want to like avoid making goals at that time so that when I do make goals I know it's not because um, it's the beginning of the year because I know those are probably not going to stick um, you know I'm only making it because I feel guilty I feel this I feel that and uh, and those are not really good motivations because they they don't stick you know. Um, and so, uh, and so, to make to make goals a little bit later than Jan uh, uh, in, on January um, is simply because uh, because uh, if, I feel like we have more a little more clarity and a little more um, um, you know um, st I probably stick to stick to it in this. We can you know um, as far as like creating creating goals and whatnot. So mm -hmm. one of the things simply because. Uh, in fact, uh, we've gotten out of this. We need, we need to get back into it. It's, it's literally walking every, every day. Um, um, together, we, we we get away from the house. Uh, we're exercising um, and literally just talking. We we walk. We don't run, so we can talk and just hey, um, like how 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 are we doing? What is our goals? Rich, just to be honest. You just don't want to run. That's what... <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, have you seen our neighborhood, bro? Uh, you it's like the hills. Course. It's yeah. yes, you know. Uh, and so, um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah there's no be there's no talking after running yeah. like, like <laughs> you know 15 seconds in our neighborhood, like like you're trying to survive. So, so, uh, but yeah, it, it's a it's a great it's a great thing just for us. To just um, is a, a to um, every day. Um, in the morning in the morning mm -hmm. to just just to be like like hey uh, where where are we you know i, I um and uh, um i like to uh in, um make um the the goals and the ideas that we have into uh put into to doist um and so i uh, on our walks um <laughs> uh, we all, only bring my 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 apple watch in my my airpods and so and i've tried to figure out how to um to sync uh, I, I want to like while we're talking to make notes or in 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 Siri is the worst. I like try. I'd be like, hey, uh, add this to my to do list, and it will, it will it like yeah. like nine times out of ten get it wrong. And yeah. uh, and because you can actually sync a, um, a list and to do uh, in your reminders to to do list. And uh, that's what I was trying to do, trying to make it so I could, but like, I just gave up. Siri is the worst. I did, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to carry my phone around. Um, I, I just like, like to have my, my watch, watch with me. Um, but you so, made a couple of, of points um, that are interesting. I think we should kind of reiterate. One, um, as much as January 1st, the first of the year has become this cultural time in which we mm -hmm. consider where we've come from and where we're going. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's great that I think I think there are some elements of this process of setting goals in the new year that are broken, but I think it's good that we at least have a time in our culture where we're reminded to look at ourselves and consider how we might be able to get better. Um, and 
potentially write some of those ideas down. Then the question comes of how we actually follow through on those ideas, those goals. And I like that you all take this approach of daily walks uh, that enable you to look on an ongoing basis at where you're at, what you still want to accomplish, what you're reaching toward on an ongoing basis. So it's not just a once a year thing, uh, but it's an ongoing process of consideration and adjustment and checking the thing off the list and going to the next thing. I think that's a much healthy way to go about it. We have this tendency, uh, and, and I've certainly been guilty of it in our culture in one form or another in business and our personal lives of behaving in kind of this almost manic depressive way in which we get really excited about something for a short amount of time while it feels good. And then we have this massive fall off and we don't actually follow through on it versus taking an approach that's a little bit more even keeled mm -hmm. and enables us to actually accomplish something at the end of the day, even if it is small steps at a time, you were alluding to that earlier, mm -hmm. just consistently taking small steps and moving forward. So the idea of reminding yourselves of where you're at, what you want to accomplish, what you're reaching toward on an ongoing basis through a walk or some comparable activity, I think is a, a really way, great way to go about keeping up with, not just initially setting the goals, but keeping up with those goals, keeping them in front of mind, making sure that you're actually reaching toward those things. What about you, Haley? What, what does that process look like for you? Yeah, well, before I go there, I do want to go back to something Heather said um, that is actually a conversation I had with a few friends the other day about finding purpose. Um, mm. There's so much content out there about finding your why and your purpose. And I mean, we talk about it on the podcast a lot. And a lot of us in this um, conversation, we're talking about how like we aren't really sure what our purpose is or uh, like for our business, like, why do you have your business? And for the most part, it was financial freedom, like, and, but so many outlets out there are saying like, oh, you should, it should be more than that. It should be fluffy and touchy feely and, you know, make your heart flutter. And like, to me, I just right now in my life, I don't have that, mm -hmm. that purpose other than the financial freedom. And I think that has a lot to do with like where I'm at in life. And I don't have kids. I, I have a husband, but our goal is financial freedom. And so I, I was curious what your thoughts on it uh, were on it when it comes to finding a purpose when maybe financial freedom is your only purpose at this moment in time in your life. Because I feel like we have listeners out there that might feel that way and may have listened to other podcast episodes talking mm -hmm. about finding your why. Mm -hmm. And like I've listened to almost all of the ones we've published multiple times trying to find my why in, in my own personal life. It's just, it's, I struggle with it right now. Like, mm -hmm. well, why I mean, do I do my business? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like per, um, financial freedom is an incredible goal and mm -hmm. we, we would encourage everyone mm -hmm. to, to pursue that, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. like that is, that is, you know, huge, huge. I mean, like, uh, I mean, like uh, any, any, I mean, like that's a definitely a worth, worthwhile goal to, to pursue. That's for sure. You know, well, I definitely don't want to, uh, to, 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 uh, um, you know, limit that or, or, you know, like to minimize it. Yeah. Minimize but it, the, yeah. the thing about, I, I want to comment on this because the thing about financial freedom is it's not sexy. It doesn't have these, you know, the fireworks going off in the background and, and the, the, mm -hmm obsession around feeling just mm -hmm. passionate, quote unquote, mm -hmm. about this particular goal. It's a practicality. It's a reality of life. Mm -hmm. But like so many things in life, and, and I think this, this is an important part of this conversation about setting goals. Like so many things in life, the reality is the good feelings come later mm -hmm. 
initially it may not feel great to, to have a little bit of discipline, to cut spending here and there, to, to take this extra chunk of money that you made and put it toward you know, paying off debt or sticking in savings because you know 10 years from now it's going to be awesome. Any of those things don't in the moment feel great. We, we've gotten so obsessed with feeling great in the moment. And trust me, I love to feel good in all kinds of ways. But at the end of the day, it's, it's not even just about adulting. It's about doing life. And if we get so obsessed with feeling good about this thing, about having this so-called passion, that we have to feel passionate about everything we do, I think we're going to miss out on a lot of opportunity in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, this, this particular topic of financial freedom, of financial security, it doesn't come with good feelings all the time. Yeah. It's what's going to come five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 50 years down the road. Mm -hmm. That's where the payoff is. There's, there are plenty of things that we can experience and we can do and experience immediate gratification or feeling good feelings in one mm -hmm. form or another now. But at some of these elements of goal setting include activities that don't have immediate gratification. And we have to be okay with that. I'm, I, it's it's exhausting, frankly, to, to go through social media and see everybody mm -hmm. obsessing so much about this word passion. Passion comes from purpose. And I love that you made that, that point earlier, Heather. Mm -hmm. um, and that purpose is hopefully at least largely centered around how you're going to add value to other people, whether it's taking care of your, your, those closest to you or adding value in some way to your community or to your region or the country or otherwise. Um, but it's not, it's not obsessed around how I feel right this second. So many people are so obsessed with, I have to feel passionate about everything right now. And mm -hmm. I need to, I need to, I guess, ultimately the behavior centers so much around feeling that, that so-called passion. And I just think we need to get past that. I think that's a bit of an immature, almost kind of childish obsession that we've developed as a culture. It's a good thing. We don't, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But if that's where we're focused, we're going to miss out on a lot. So I love yeah. that you're focusing on something practical, Haley. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and the mm -hmm. feeling of financial freedom. Um, I, I paid off a uh, hundred grand or so in debt some time ago, and there was a significant amount of of um, it was just I guess ultimately relief was really the word mm -hmm. uh, that that came from that experience. Now, I could have, you know, to. to to continue to, um, I guess, focus my intentions, my efforts, my energy and spending ultimately on things that just made me feel good in the moment um, wouldn't have brought the long-term benefit of putting more of my finances into paying off that debt. I could have paid it off even sooner and it would have freed me up for other things even sooner. But I just think we need to get past that, that obsession with needing to feel good and feel passionate about all of our goals. Um, yeah. that, I, I yeah, probably it, said, I probably yeah. spoke for too long there, but I, and, and, uh, and, and speaking personally from, from our, our standpoint as well is that um, we do have kids and, um, and there is a, there's this, there's, there's a kind of a sense of urgency for us because we are realizing how quickly they're growing up. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so like we can hunker down and uh, I mean, we, we live below our means and we, and we could do more as far as like getting out of debt and whatnot, but we also know that we can hunker down and, and eat spam every night and, and, uh, and, and like really, really attack our, our, our debt uh, in crazy ways. And, uh, but at the same time, uh, like uh, we're, we're going to, we, we, you know, the kids will go to college will be out of debt, but we have no memories, you know, like we, we have no, we, um, they, we, you know, so. You want like, to live a little bit too simultaneously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, and so like, <clears throat> I mean, oh gosh, I was, I was sitting by my, my uh, Heather, uh, like some, some photos I found on, on my phone about 
uh, about their kids when they were much younger. And like, it, that, that just seemed like yesterday, you know, I'm like, I'm like, we just only have a limited amount of time. I want them, I want them to go, I want them to experience things and travel. Uh, and so that's why we have made uh, our, uh, our goals based on that. So because of where we are in life, you know, and, yeah. and where I, where, where we are in life is different where, within where you are in life, you know? Um, and so uh, there's not as much, maybe not as much urgency uh, uh, because, you know, you know, when, I think I, the other thing too, about the setting, and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, actually, Haley, when you, when you put the priority on paying off debt and to being financially free, my assumption uh, would be that that comes from somewhere even deeper, right? So this is, this is a symptom of a, an even bigger picture goal that you and your husband have. You want financial freedom because of fill in the blank. And that's where the so-called passion might come from. The process of paying yeah. off debt's not any fun, but no. <laughs> I, I want yeah. financial freedom for you know these three reasons. That's where the, the passion comes from. So, mm -hmm. and we'll talk about this and we only have about 12 minutes left, but um, we'll yeah. talk about this in a second about what it means to actually set kind of big picture underlying goals that drive everything that we do and that drives our behavior and that actually can simplify this whole goal setting process. But do you have underlying reasons why you want to be financially free? Um, yes. And not too underlying. It was mine came from when I graduated college. Like I think we talked about this the other day, when you take out loans, when you go to college as an 18 year old, you're not really thinking about like, Oh, I have to pay this back plus more money. And so I ended up paying almost $11,000 in interest right. and I paid my student loans off in three years and I still paid $11,000 mm. in interest. So like the fact of the matter is I feel like I, I wanted the, the feeling I had then I never want to have again when I graduated college. And the first thing that they told me was, Oh, you owe all this money. And I mean, I knew what I was doing. I was taking out money, but as an 18 year old, you think like, Oh, I can pay that off in my first year of working, but you don't think of, Oh, you have bills and all these other things. So I think that's where it mostly came from. Um, and then just the fact that we don't want to have debt. I don't want to owe anything to anyone forever. You know, I want to yeah. be able to like, yeah, get a paycheck and it's my money. It's not, I'm not paying it to someone else because of interest because right. you know, whatever that could be. Um, but I think, the, the reason I asked the question was mostly because like, I do see financial freedom as some type of purpose. Um, but so far of what I've seen go coming out in social media and from influencers and all of that is like finding your pur purpose and passion has to be so much bigger in a way that only serves your clients. And I, I think I almost needed some kind of reassurance and maybe mm -hmm. other listeners might as well need reassurance yeah. in that, that right. it can be, it can be personal and kind of selfish. <laughs> well, so let's, let's make it really practical then. Um, mm -hmm. Because again, I know we have limited time. I don't mind yeah. going longer, but I want to respect everybody listening and Rich and Heather and, and Haley as well. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's time. But I, I think what we're talking about here is, is having the purpose that then drives the passion. Uh, mm -hmm. What this looks like for me practically, and I'd love to get you all thoughts on this as well. Uh, but what this looks like for me is a couple of things. First of all, I don't normally set annual goals because of that kind of, and again, I've been, I've been guilty of it myself in various elements or parts of my life, but that kind of manic depressive tendency where we, we get really excited about setting goals mm -hmm. and then there's this fall off and then we don't actually follow through. And I think a healthier way to go about it is to establish, first of all, a certain set of values 
that drive my behavior on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I, I literally have this on, on the background for anybody that's actually watching the video side of things. This is on my values are, are set on the home screen of my, my phone. Yeah. Right. There are eight values. And these are big ideas that I know ultimately bring fulfillment to my life, but that will also benefit others. Mm -hmm. And so everything I do on a daily basis kind of is the goal is to build it around that set of values. Tony Robbins talks a lot about um, values or talks about the significance of values in his book, Reawaken the Giant Within. For anybody that's listening in, if you haven't read that book, it's a, it's a free PDF download. You can get it for Kindle as well, uh, or used to be able to anyway. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, it's a free download, so I highly recommend that book. But instead of hitting January 1st or December 31st and saying, okay, what do I want to do this year? Mm -hmm. um, first of all, for me, I, I already know what I want to do on a daily basis. And it, it largely centers around behavior, behaviors that are driven by those values, number one. Mm -hmm. And just to give context very, very quickly, um, health, growth, simplicity, as in focusing on the things that actually make a difference, um, kindness, connectedness, community, uh, proactivity, and we talked about the significance of continuing to move forward. That's a lot of what that, that proactivity is about. Consistency, uh, again, minimizing the manic depressive, but, but staying consistent emotionally, yeah. my behavior in my business, my personal life, and, and ultimately maintaining these values. And then thankfulness are the values. And then beyond that, then something we talk about a lot on the podcast uh, is this idea of a big picture view. So here are my values. Now, what am I actually trying to accomplish in life? Big picture goals um, on a financial level and potentially in a relationship level. And there may be some other elements of your life that you wanna set specific goals for on a bigger picture level. What do I wanna do in, in, you know, in the next five years, in the next 10 years, 15, 20 years? And these are the big picture goals that drive literally everything that we do. Now, for me, it's more conceptual in nature, which again, gives me a lot of flexibility. I don't have to hit the reset button on my goals every year. I can get very specific. And actually that's, that's my biggest weakness when it comes to setting goals is not breaking it down into more specifics. Um, that's where I could stand to do better. But my big picture view centers around saving people time and encouraging connection or encouraging relationships. That drives what I do on a business level. The businesses that I start, they all revolve around that, that idea. Photographers edit. Sure, we're a custom image editing service, but it saves photographers time, which frees them up to focus on relationships. Milu, this app that, we're, that we've launched just recently, it actually encourages, first of all, it saves photographers, coordinators time because it makes that whole process of, of creating, planning, managing events much more efficient. But it also encourages relationships because there's a, collaborate, a collaborative uh, feature built into the app as well. So mm -hmm. everything that, and long-term, there's a, there's a chance that eventually I may get into the psych field that will center around encouraging relationships, being a relationship counselor. Um, my life, that, that's what it revolves around. So how I spend my time um, and then ultimately, I mean, these businesses give me freedom and flexibility to also focus on the relationships in my life. That's, that's what my, the values and that larger, that bigger picture view outside of certain financial goals um, that I have set. That, that is, that's what drives my day-to-day, -day, my week-to-week, the month-to-month. Um, it revolves around those ideas. So I don't continually have to hit the reset button every year. And I don't have to you know, do that roller coaster thing where I'm excited about these new goals and then it drops off and then I get back to a new set of goals and then it drops off. Um, I, the bigger picture idea is what drives everything. It does give me purpose, which can drive that excitement and the so-called passion that everybody's so obsessed with. And it feels good to feel that passion, um, but it's rooted in these bigger picture ideas, not some temporary desire to have this thing to feel good. And yep. so I think, I think it's a healthier place to start. 
Yeah. I mean, I feel like if we boiled it down, the purpose of even making goals is to improve our lives and hopefully the lives of others as well. And so Haley, I feel like too much is made of finding your purpose. Like it's this big elusive one, like once you figure it out, everything else is simple. I feel like it, it doesn't have to be like an either, or I feel like it's both. And you have this personal goal of financial freedom, which is a great goal. And you guys are working toward it. And at the same time, you can take a meal to a friend who's sick and you can live generously and you can, I mean, maybe, you know, like there are multiple ways to give back and to love and to serve while you're accomplishing your own personal goals. And I feel like that's when we're the most fulfilled. We are being a good friend. We're being, you know, we're being a great spouse. We are for us raising our kids in a way where they are loved and supported. So I feel like there's so many little opportunities to find your purpose. And really it's the day in and the day out of what we do with our time and how we love people. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to be this big elusive thing. And I feel like just the way that we live and the way that we love and the way that we have integrity and the way that we try to be the best friend that we can be um, for us, for us right now, we're losing a dear friend to cancer. And so every single day we're praying for this person and we're asking, you know, like there's another person, we have another friend who lost someone. And so taking meals and loving them in that way and asking if what kind of practical way can we edit for you? Like, what are the ways that we can help? Like to me, that's giving back and that's living in a way that serves others. And simultaneously, um, we have goals that are more selfish in nature because they really only benefit us. But you know what I'm saying? I just, yeah, absolutely. I think that Instagram can be a toxic place with a lot of 20 year olds who are lacking a bit of life experience and wisdom who are touting a lot of catchphrases that don't hold a lot of water when it comes to real life. And so I feel like, you know, well, and you mentioned that, that phrase, finding your purpose. And another phrase that's thrown around a lot is finding yourself um, it, these they're treated as these kind of arbitrary concepts or ideas that at some mm-hmm. point they're just going to like hit us out of yeah. the blue um, right. or that, you know, we're going to search for X amount of time and we're finally going to find this, con- that our purpose. We're going to, oh, I found it. Yeah. Or, I, I found myself <laughs> yeah. um, as, as though we don't have the ability to ultimately make a choice for ourselves and decide what it is that we actually want out of life and then go create that thing. And it's not that it's easy, but ultimately I think it's a lot more empowering instead of kind of putting it out there and just waiting for it to happen by saying, I'm going to find it at some point. I can say, I I choose who I want to be. This is, this is the person I want to be. These are the values that I want to reflect. I don't, I don't live them out as consistently as I would like. Still, it's something that I continue to work on. Um, Here are the big picture ideas that drive what I want to do in business. And ultimately what I want to do for the world at large. When I die, aside from having hopefully taken care of and loved my, those closest to me well, I'm ultimately going to bring this type of value to the world. And so everything that I do is driven by that. And, and yes, you break that down on a day-by-day basis. And, and that's going to look, you know, I, for example, when I was, Haley, when I asked you about what's driving um, your desire for paying off debt and being financially free, if mm-hmm. I were to apply it to my life, for example, um, what that ultimately does is it frees me up to invest in businesses that will enable me to save more people time and connect more people or encourage their relationships. Or it frees me up now to go to school and get my degree so that I can get, I can open the practice and again, continue to live out my big picture um, value or uh, goals mm-hmm. by helping connect people. So ultimately these goals can be a means to an end. I think the key for a lot of people is they don't have that so-called end, the big picture view to actually reach toward. So that's why it's a lot easier on an annual basis to be like, all right, what do I want to do this year? Oh, 
maybe I'll try to lose some weight again. Well, if, if health is a value that you establish for yourself that you continue to try to strive for on an ongoing basis, there's no reason to try to hit the reset or to, to have to hit the reset button at the beginning of the year. Um, that, that's just one small example. But I think we've gotten in this habit as a culture of because we don't have those overarching goals to reach toward, that it's just very easy to get to the, we, we set the goal and we fall off and we set the goal and we fall off because we don't have the overarching purpose that you referenced um, earlier in our conversation, Heather, to drive, to, to create the passion that drives our behavior consistently throughout the year. And I think that's what we need to get back to is, is being clear about what it is we're trying to accomplish on a bigger picture basis that will help us all be a lot more consistent. Yeah. Well said. Very well. <laughs> Three o'clock, exactly. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I like the, derailed us. We, we no, are, we, there's so much. Yeah, we're, we're professionals. Look at this, no. three o'clock. Bam. We're like, there, and done. There is so much, though. That's a good summary. So, and, yeah. and I know that we all were all, kind of, I think we were kind of thinking and brainstorming out loud, too. For but sure. I, I, I like yeah, very stream of consciousness. Yeah, yeah today. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening in. If you're listening to the audio version of this um, on the podcast, just know you can go to facebook.com slash photogs edit to the Facebook page for photographers edit. And you can see a sumo orange video and, and save the video um, for these live broadcasts. Yes, you can see Rich's, um, what are they called? Sumo oranges? Su yes, yeah, sumo oranges. They're the best. Um, and on some podcast episodes, we actually show you things that might add value to your life as well. <laughs> <laughs> maybe hey hey don't knock until you try bro this will add a lot of value to your life in all seriousness i'm very curious i need to i need to go to old foods i guess and get some yeah, yeah, yeah. um Haley, we have do we have upcoming workflow wednesdays episodes that we can kind of tease for anybody or at least the dates before we close out so we are still finalizing the dates it'll be either the second or the third week in february um okay. just trying to nail down final dates yeah, Haley and I are going to be traveling a lot over the next um, six, eight weeks or so for various conferences that we're sponsoring. So um, we will we will try to get a workflow Wednesday in here and there in between that travel. But thank you, everybody, for listening in, for chiming in. Uh, this has been another production of the Boca Podcast and Workflow Wednesday. Looking forward to seeing you again next time. Yes. Good to see you guys. Yes, thank see you guys you. so much. Good to see you guys again. Thanks so much for listening to the Boca Podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the professional photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.